Hello. Hi. How's life? <laughs> we are M3 Movies. I'm Jack. I'm Brian. Uh, Jesus, Brian. <laughs> we uh, the we will be discussing <laughs> film. Yeah, off to a great start. Uh, we'll be talking about movies, mostly, mainly, uh, only. Uh, <laughs> talking about new releases, uh, news in movies, new Stuff trailers. Stuff going on. Uh, but then we'll also be getting more personal with individual Whatever segments. the hell else we yeah. want to talk about. <laughs> well, Most just, in the realm of movies. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be a nice little time. It'll so be a fun time. Stick around, have fun. I'm Jack. <laughs> I'm Brian. And we are lovers. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, Correct. <laughs> So, Jack, we should come up with code names. Code names? Yeah. Like what? I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out later. What's the first topic? <laughs> the first topic. First topic we're gonna, uh, well, that's just, it's gonna be spoilers, probably. Oh yeah, there will be spoilers for like, like, okay, so we're gonna introduce like each topic we're talking mm -hmm. about, and if you don't want things spoiled for like said movie, if we're talking about a movie, then don't listen to it. But we will not relent. No, yeah, we'll have timestamps for, uh, sections and stuff. So if you like, don't want to listen to Infinity War stuff, which is like the only movie we're talking about that's yeah. going to have this applied to it, <laughs> uh, then you can skip. Although we haven't, neither of us have seen Infinity War yet. So should we? But say we can it? still. Uh, <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah. We can talk about Marvel. Oh yeah. Okay, no, we'll talk about Marvel, not. like just so you can get a feel for us as moviegoers. Yeah. Uh, Brian, how would how would you describe your movie? Uh, taste. My taste in taste. film? Uh, I'm about as pretentious as they come. Oh, not gonna lie. Brian! What? Well, would you look at that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretentious too. Oh my god! <laughs> have you it's seen, such a coincidence. Have you seen uh, Richard AOA's The Double? Neither has anyone else. <laughs> have you seen Koganada's Columbus? <laughs> yes. Yes, I told you to watch it. Yeah. Never mind, bad example. Haha, yeah. <laughs> 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 next question. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we like weird, we like... French New Wave, we like German expression. We literally have not seen a French New Wave movie. Yes, we have. You have never seen we a French New Wave one. movie. Uh, okay, literally, in film class, we're, we're starting the French New Wave, and you're like, we, we like the French well, New I Wave. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's discuss new releases. Uh, Infinity War, should we, or should we save it for when we've actually seen it? Brian? Okay, so we're going to have a whole thing on Infinity War with uh, one of our other friends uh, when he comes on. Uh, but but the we problem, can talk about Marvel. The problem comes in that neither Brian. Well, nor I'm seeing it this I, weekend. Uh, so would I, you let me finish my point, please, Brian. No, <laughs> so podcast we're supposed neither, to interrupt each other. <laughs> <laughs> neither Brian nor I like Marvel movies. That's correct. <laughs> so if you do, then this podcast isn't for you. No, yes, it is. No, because there will be people other weeks. It's not always just going to be us. Uh, we'll yeah. probably be here all It'll, the time, it, it but there cycle. are some others. Uh -huh. Our friend Dylan Ramsey. You'll meet the gang. The, gang. Uh, <laughs> the, the M3 gang. The M3 movies gang. Uh, uh we'll and probably at some point in the They future, like Marvel. Yeah, but we don't. If Aiden gets on here, he will defend Marvel. Yeah, Aiden is, he doesn't, he doesn't like... Aiden's pretentious likes us, but he likes to be cool, yeah. so he... <laughs> he plays Call of Duty and finds the artistic side of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, do you want to talk about Marvel? No, let's save it. Let's just yeah, let's save it. Let's, let's save it for one discussion. Let's save that. You gotta get to episode will, two for that. We will argue. <laughs> yes, we will. That'll be loud. So then, uh, Lean on Pete. You're gonna see that, right? I'm seeing Lean on Pete tomorrow. Lean on Pete, describe it to me. What is it? Uh, Lean on Pete is the newest film of Andrew Hay. Haig? Hey, H I I G H, Andrew Haig. I can look it up. Uh, he's basically like the foundation for British realism, new wave type stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he's amazing in everything he does. And this movie premiered at, I want to say, Telluride last year? Telluride? I don't know. Uh, it was either Telluride <laughs> or Tribeca, one of those film festivals that was like towards the end of the year but didn't get bought until this year by A24. Uh, it's about a kid who likes a horse. And so he buys it, even though he's kind of poor and he runs away with said horse. As Steve Buscemi, right? Does it really? I think so. I yeah. didn't know that. 
I, I, I knew it was Andrew Hang, and then it was a horse movie and A24 bar. Yeah, so that was, that was enough for me. Steve Buscemi, Travis Fimmel. Charlie What's the kid? Plummer. Charlie Charlie Plummer is the Charlie kid. Plummer, yeah. He's in he was in All the Money in the World last year. Mm. He's great in that movie. It's a really was, good movie. I, I he's the kid he's the kid that gets kidnapped in Isn't All the Money in the World. Uh, Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer. No, they're, they're both related. in it. Yeah. I don't not. think they're related. I'm pretty sure they're not related. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay, so So yeah. I'm el- excited for it for wh- sure. What else has Andrew Hay done? Uh his two most common ones that people have heard of is uh oh god what's the one called weekend which is kind of like uh oh geez it's a gay love story in Mm. england um Mm. but it was like one of the first ones like i know it's like a huge like cliche now like basically like calling by your name moonlight that kind of thing (laughs) (laughs) tired of them but uh (laughs) haven't they had the spotlight for enough (laughs) i know right Uh, i came out in 2011 uh it's on criterion so that means Mm. it's good right um, sure. <laughs> and then he did 45 Years, which was a little bit more, yeah, I got a little bit more attention. Uh, I, I haven't seen 45 Years, years yeah. but um, it has Charlotte Rampling. She got her Oscar nomination for that movie mm. last, the year before last year, mm. Mm. 2015. That's just like a old couple, like, trying to rekindle their love mm-hmm. for each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah, very, like, slow-paced British realism. Yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> Okay, but so, uh, Lean on Pete is slightly more Americanized. Yeah, but... Lean on Pete looks like that's not what it would be at all. I, I mean... Like, just based off of what I've seen, it, like... It's more... I'm, it's definitely more Americanized. Yeah. Because it's with American yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have to be honest. I am not... I mean, like, I'm looking forward to it, but it's not number one on the list of movies that I want to see. You know? I mean, it got... I mean, it just kind of looks... It got decent reviews out yeah. of whatever festival yeah, it was at. Yeah, 90% on Tomatoes. Um, it's a movie that I f- I'm i anticipating my reaction will be, mm. wow, that was a great movie, and then I'll forget about it. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't look like something that's going to stick with me, but, I mean, it's Andrew Haig, yeah. so I'll see it. And it, it, uh, it looks I, like Rampage. It doesn't. Was that in your that, segue? Was that weird, your segue? In that, in that a weird, unattractive nerd that nobody likes is friends with animals, and the animal goes berserk and kills a bunch of people. Is that what Rampage is about? I know that. I know for a fact that's what Lean on Pete is about. Yeah, that's exactly what it's about. No, but I, I feel like the one good thing that could come out of Lean on Pete, other than like it's a good movie, uh, is Charlie Plummer because mm-hmm. he's he is a good actor, but he needs to get more roles. So this might prove that he can lead a movie. Timothy so that'll be Chalamet exciting. Good? No, he's not Timothy Chalamet good. Is anybody Timothy Chalamet good? <laughs> Name one actor. Mel Gibson. Marlon Brando. Dead. But he was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was so great. Why did he die? <laughs> can you believe they cast The Rock as a social outcast? There is no sure. world. There is, there's, I mean, no parallel universe. Is, are we talking about? Feasible. Are we talking about Rampage? Yeah. I, I, it's Rampage. They don't <laughs> care. Okay. It's a stupid dumb action movie. Who's the number one person you want for your stupid dumb action movie? The answer is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Has he made any movies that aren't that? Probably. Yeah. Moana is different. Oh yeah, Moana. Yeah, that's. He's in Moana. Moana's uh. Like- Surprisingly good. Well, not surprisingly good. But I think that's a great movie. movie. Yeah, it's a great. I think it's like it's like has like the feel and like basic storyline of like the Renaissance '90s Disney movies, mm-hmm. but like with this like new music that yeah, just like yeah. invigorates, like gives it a whole new feeling. And so I'm Miranda a big fan. Miranda. Um, what else has The Rock done? He um, made Fast and Furious better. I mean, they're still dumb, <laughs> but he made it better. <laughs> Okay, I have never seen a Fast and Furious movie. I know they're utter garbage. They're not. Are they not? Are they not? Uh, the first four are. Okay. And yeah. then The Rock shows up, and then they're not. They're slightly less utter garbage. I appreciate the crazy, stupid stunts that I've seen. Because they're stupid, and they're crazy, and they don't make any sense. Oh, no, they make but, no sense. Wait, quick spoiler. I, in Fast 8, yeah. uh, there's a scene where the villain hacks into cars. 
<laughs> and like, can, can, oh, yeah, and she can yeah, like, she can yeah. like control like them control with an iPad. Yeah, and that like, it's stupid. like a scene of just like a parking garage with like glass windows or whatever, it's and just like cars like coming barreling out yeah. of it that are being driven by no one. It's stupid, but I appreciate the stupid stunts. Yeah, it makes me vaguely happy. Uh, quote uh, from The Rock in that movie: uh, "I will beat you like a Cherokee drum." I feel like that's taking oh, God. a. <laughs> Just a regular saying and making it somehow racist. Yeah. <laughs> but Not even a regular saying. It, it would have been fine if he was like, I will beat you like a drum. Because that's what you do to drums. Drums Yeah, beat them. Yeah. That's correct. Not, it's not, like, specific I mean, it's, to... <laughs> it's also what you do with a Cherokee drum. Yeah. But I feel like you're just being... But you being... don't have to make it specific. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, questionable. Yeah. Written by white people. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tully. You're looking forward to that. Tully! I hope that was loud. <laughs> uh, Tully is very exciting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I'll see anything with Charlie's there on it. That one's just like about a mother who's having It's about troubles. motherhood. Yeah, yeah. I know I heard like a lot of reviews and people saying that it's like very honest. Raw, yeah, it's from real. the people who did Juno. Mm. So yeah, that's a great movie. <laughs> it's like it's like uh have you seen Juno? Oh yeah, I love okay, Juno. That's good. Um it was like it's realism, but in, like, a strange way, kind mm. of. Like, yeah. you know how they talk in Juno? Mm-hmm. Like, they just, like, say random things <laughs> yeah. that are, like, super uh, weird. Rain Wilson's role in that is one of my... <laughs> like, one of my favorite Oh, my God, Rain Wilson's in that movie. What does he say? Um, J.K. Simmons is in that movie. Rain Wilson... You keep talking. You keep talking. Okay, um, but Wilson. Tully... I, the main reason I'm excited for it is honestly just Mackenzie Davis. Yeah. Like, Charlize Theron is never bad in anything. Mark Duplass is one of my favorite writers and actors, mm-hmm. so I'm excited for that. What else is being in? I'm not too familiar with names. <laughs> no, Mark Duplass, I was telling you about this guy the other day, and you had no idea who he was. He's the guy in, like, the Creep movies, and he, uh, he wrote an HBO show that got canceled for, like, some reason, because okay. it's so good, yeah. called Togetherness. Uh, he made this movie on Netflix called Blue Jay. Which is mm, right, right, right. Yeah, you told me one about of that. the the most underappreciated films that yeah. exists. Okay, yeah, no, I know who he is. He was on the. <laughs> and then he wrote an Anna Kendrick movie, that was bad. Yeah, and he was uh, on the um, Mindy Project. Was he Mindy Kaling? Yeah, oh, I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the um, the quote from Juno, that's one doodle that can't be undid. Home skillet. <laughs> I want my entire vernacular to be like that. <laughs> yeah, like, I just want to talk like that. I want to be able to talk like that. Because I ain't no way to sketch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Tully is exciting because of Mackenzie Davis. Yeah. Do you know who Mackenzie Davis is? Have you like seen this person in anything? Have you, you saw Blade Runner, right, last year? Yeah. She's yeah. the prostitute in Blade Runner. Uh, so she has a really small role in that, yeah. no, but she's, she's great. Awesome, though. And she's, she's in my favorite episode of Black Mirror. Oh, in the Marshall. Uh, Sandra DePero mm-hmm. in season three of Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. Season three, episode four. I, I feel think. like I feel like most of this podcast is going to be you saying like people, like directors and actors and what they've been in and me being like, yeah, I don't know them. Oh, <laughs> 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 Got to get Aiden on here. Aiden's our friend who knows everything. Um, Does but, it make you feel self-conscious about what you don't know? Yes. Yeah. And I feel like that's what I do to other people. Oh, no, it absolutely Which is, is why I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Mackenzie Davis is, like, to me, the next great actress. Yeah. Like, I... Like, oh, yeah, she is awesome. From the little that I've seen in... So Ray talented. Ray. I'm just very excited for where her career is going. Mm-hmm. So, like, I... Literally, I was excited for Tully because I, like, Googled mackenzie davis and went to upcoming projects on imdb and it yeah. said tully and without an, without a plot synopsis <laughs> or anything i was like hell yeah from that first, movie from the first trailer i saw i don't remember what movie it was was it call me by your name i think it was yeah 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 it was call me by your name i saw the um i saw the trailer for it and they wanted to see it not much to that story. <laughs> <laughs> we were at Call by Your Name, and the tra- trailer for Tully came on. I, I probably, like, screamed at you, like, we're oh, seeing yeah, it! Yeah, absolutely. No, you were not respectful during those trailers. I'm every never time... respectful, respectful during trailers. Every time 824 comes up on the screen, you start, like, smacking the person next to you. <laughs> yeah, I do do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Guilty. Um, <laughs> but I'm excited for that movie. That's very exciting. Yeah. It's like her Absolutely. and Haley Lou Richardson are like the two like best young actresses right now. Mm-hmm. 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 
Dude, nice. <laughs> a Quiet Place. Oh my god, a movie we Sorry. can talk about. Yeah, this is what we've seen. <laughs> it. We've oh! actually seen. Okay, we can like actually get in depth with this. Um, Thoughts. I want you to for start. White people. I want you to start. Huh? Get out for white people. No, very far from. <laughs> very far from, in my opinion. Well, it's just a good horror movie. It's a and Get Out was. Get Out is a <laughs> much better than that. Yeah. The one screenplay at the Oscars and the most competitive screenplay year in... Well, A Quiet Place would be hard to win screenplay for. Ha, because they don't talk, <laughs> yeah. get it? High five. That was a good high five, Brian. Yeah, it was. Yeah, thanks for high-fiving me. I didn't clap. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm like one of the few people that I think was just underwhelmed. I, I, I think it's really? good. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't know that. I either. think it's a good movie. I enjoyed it very much. I don't I, think it's like... It um, needs a good audience. I don't think it's like a horror masterpiece or anything. That's like, just a movie masterpiece. I don't think it's that either. How dare you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> we have different opinions! <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, not be friends because of that and not talk to each other. <laughs> oh my god. No, but like, I was just, like, there was a point in A Quiet Place where I was like, I feel like I've watched this scene 15 times now, and I'm bored. I can understand that. I did feel like it a little bit repetitive, but I... I was able to look past it. Like, to me, it was like, everything's happy, and it plays that one really happy score, and then you hear a noise, and then John Krasinski and or Emily Blunt puts their finger to their mouth, <laughs> and everything goes quiet, and it's then, always, like, the monster shows up somewhere, and always, you just hear the yeah, from the trailer. Like, it's always like a beat on them. Yeah. The camera's, like, shallow focus, okay. close up, and <laughs> like, the, the standing, too. You have to get the standing. Yeah, like, they're crouching, and they, yeah. like, kind of have, <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, I think it's good. Like, John Krasinski is crazy good in that movie. Mm -hmm. So is Emily Blunt. The kids are pretty good. I mean, you have to admit, for his directing debut... It's not his directing debut. It's his third movie. It's his third feature-length film. He directed, like, an episode of The Office. That was it. It is his third feature-length film, friend. What else is he The Hollers and something else. I don't remember what the third one was. Krasinski. It's his third feature-length film. That's not right. Yes, it is. (laughs) Something borrowed. It's complicated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> those aren't even it. The oh, Hollers? Oh, no, those are... Oh, he played the... Uh, those are characters he's played. Okay. Yeah. Uh, director, four credits. Damn it. Damn it. Yeah. I want to be right. Wait, wait. Brief interviews with hideous men. That is 2009. This is his best reviewed movie that he's made. The other ones are both in the yellow, I think, on Metacritic. Yeah. And oh, this no, one's yeah. like um, 85 or something ridiculous. Yeah, brief interviews, brief interviews with hilarious men um, has forty four. I think the hollers is like a fifty one or something like that. Um, let's check. Let's check and see. Fifty three. Uh, so damn right, please. <laughs> okay, but you. Um, I, I, I think like a quiet place. I th- third time. I around. think his direction is great in that movie. Oh, yeah, I think like the way he. Builds that one scene is very impressive. I just yeah. think he builds the same scene. <laughs> Can we talk <clears throat> about the child actors? The one? Are... Like, what's the point of the kid? Like, the, the guy? <laughs> the guy is, like, there. The the boy actor. I don't even know his name. Yeah. He's there. The girl. Oh, I guess the I deaf guess girl. He is. But, okay. She's great. They're amazing, though. Yes. Because... That girl... I mean, like, to, to, um, to portray that much character with... No words, just your eyes and you, like your your body language, your body movements. That is something that a lot of adult actors ad- struggle. Adult with. Yeah. actors, professionally trained, like can't do, and like they did that. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, that one little girl, uh, I don't know her name. Jesus, I'm bad at this. Um, but um, she's the best part of a movie that came out last year called Wonderstruck. Uh, oh, it's a yeah, Todd Haynes movie. I hate that movie. <laughs> Uh, but if there's a shining light in it, it's uh, definitely her. I think she's she, great in that does movie. Does she play deaf in that movie, too? Yeah, she's a deaf actress. Yeah. She's deaf. No, I know, but, like, the whole... Like, that's the kind of the whole point of the movie, too, is that they're both Yes, deaf. yeah, she's... Yeah. yeah so she's whenever deaf. a movie needs a deaf child actress, she's the go-to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> why cast new people when you can... <laughs> I mean, she's good. ...over and over again. Yeah, try to find... This movie has... Find me a good deaf child actress that's not her and we can talk okay but like she's good I don't know any good actors Brian 
Was it supposed to let it call <laughs> me know. out? I don't, I don't act. know. I'm the one that acts. I know. <laughs> that movie has seven characters, and one of them... What movie? A Quiet Place. Yes, it does. That's impressive. I mean, yeah, it's like a good story. Like, like I said, yeah. when I walked out of the movie, I thought that would make a great like twenty minute short. I guess. Like you have like a three minute scene in the beginning that is the beginning. Yeah. Should we? And then just let's the rest. Spoiler warning right now for Fireplace. <laughs> yeah. If we haven't already, no, no we yeah. haven't already, yeah. but um, but if you stuck around expecting no spoilers, get out. Um, which is the. What, what, part spoil? <laughs> what part do you want to spoil? What part do you want to spoil? I mean, um, the good part. The good part. Uh, Krasinski, dying. Yeah, it's the best. That's the best scene in the movie. That was heartbreaking. He's amazing. He acts the hell out of that scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, it's good. That's all I got. <laughs> that's all I got. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, what about the first scene where the kid dies? I thought that was uh, massively this... filmed. I thought it was masterfully well done. I think that's another case of trailers being annoying as hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the second... If it wasn't in all of the trailers, then I would have loved it more. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's, like, a completely different conversation Mm -hmm. about how, like, dumb marketing is nowadays. Yeah. But, like... But the scene on its own... The scene on its own is really well done. It's gorgeous. It's very gorgeous. I love... Like, it is high-key lighting. Yeah, it's just in broad daylight. It and matter. it's still, like, terrifying. When I watched yeah. it, my heart was pounding. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. I, I've gotten mixed answers on this. Do you like how much they show the monsters? And, like, do you like the design of the monsters? It felt very Stranger Things to me. Felt very Stranger... Yeah, like the Demogorgon. Yeah. Or the Demodogs. Yeah. Um, I have a theory that, uh... You're not connecting... Quiet you. Place... <laughs> okay. Reconnect the universe. Oh, God. <laughs> no! <laughs> It's Cloverfield, guys! Cloverfield! I just want Stranger Things to end with, like, um... John Krasinski being all like, hey! (laughs) Anybody who hasn't seen A Quiet Place just be like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Like, the end of Split. Jeez. Oh, right. It, like, connects universes, right? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen (laughs) any of those. Have you seen Split? No, the the only M. Night Shyamalan movies I've seen have been, um... The Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense. Good. And <laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender. Which, in my personal opinion... Is the worst is movie ever made. literally the best movie I've ever seen ever. <laughs> God! <laughs> I hate that movie. With all of my heart. I'm just a heart full of pain. A heart full of pain. There right. it is. Uh, any other thoughts on A Quiet Place? Uh, can we... Go back to the child death. <laughs> the child death? I just oh, we can, yeah. I mean, I just think that's a good. It's very well done. It's kind of a twist, almost, in that it plays off of, you know, movies where the children never die. That's it, true. Yeah. Um, kids don't get to die in movies, so the fact that they killed one that young, in a PG thirteen movie, where it's. I, th- I think they did a good job of playing with your expectations. Yeah. And I think that he could have died in a smarter way. How so? Uh, so the first thing you see on screen in A Quiet Place is like what? Like day 93. Something yeah. like that. Something yeah. like that. It's like 90 something, right? Mm-hmm. You're telling me this kid. It's day 93 <laughs> of these monsters who can't make noise. And he hasn't been allowed to make noise for 93 days. And his dad tells him that this toy makes too much noise. Don't play with it. Well, I think... I'm just saying, like, that's like... <laughs> I th- like no, I think, I think the point of that is to show that... He's an idiot. The children are stupid. <laughs> and that's, that's the that's, message. That's kind of where the danger comes in, too, yeah. is that there's a lot that's unpredictable. Yeah. So even though this kid knows everything about it and is told by his dad, he's still a kid. Yeah. And you can't... Like, it shows that later, too, where um, the girl, I don't know her name because it was never said, she starts going down the stairs, and he immediately grabs her and is like, no, 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 girl, you can't do that. <laughs> like it's... I feel like there are a lot of things in that movie that if you want to be, like, really over-analytical, mm-hmm. you can just pull apart. Yeah, Cause there, oh, absolutely. There are so many things in that movie where you can be like, why didn't you do this? Mm-hmm. And I hate making those kinds of arguments for well, movies. It's the characters. Because it's the characters' choices, yeah. but there's, like, so many things in A Quiet Place that are just like, why didn't you do that? 
Like you know, I'll have to like, watch it again because I, I didn't pick up on that the first time. I didn't pick up on it the first time, uh, but I've like read a lot of stuff about it since then, yeah, and I've seen people that talk about it. and I'm like, oh my god, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like one of those things when you overthink it, uh-huh. you know, like because it's uh-huh. not meant to have that happen. Yeah. But like the the room, the, for example, uh, when she, Emily Blunt has her baby and John Krasinski comes back to get her, mm-hmm. and they go uh, into like that basement room, mm-hmm. right? That's covered by the mattress. And then they, they go down there. Oh, there it is. Jesus. Go on. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. They go Mad down jokes. there, and they can make noise. Like, they talk to each other. And it's, like, all sound insulated. And I'm like, that looks like it would have been useful for the entire previous 60, 70 minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, when he go- when he takes his kid to the, um, the, waterfall. the waterfall, and he's like, big noise is bigger than small noise. I'm like, okay, I know that. <laughs> this kid doesn't know that? You're telling me that? I honestly feel like... Um, a lot of the dialogue that they put in there too wasn't necessary. Like the actual when they were speaking. When they were actually speaking. Loud. Yeah. I it I don't almost to their detriment. Like it felt, it felt more like they thought it was a necessity than to have like a little bit actual purpose. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's only like two scenes of dialogue yeah. in it. To be fair, and so it's not like a huge thing. I mean, I guess I feel like the only scene where the dialogue really like matters and is needed to be spoken out loud is um, when Emily Blunt is saying that they have to protect the kids. Because that's, like, a very real emotion, as opposed to, like, the, um, you have to tell your daughter you love her thing. Yeah. Like, like that could have been signed. <laughs> I think they just needed a break for people to eat the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I don't know. There's just, like, a lot of dumb stuff in that movie. I enjoy it. I enjoy it too. Like, I, like, I, I want to clarify. I still think the movie is good. Like, out of ten, I'd probably like it's probably like a six, which is a positive review. Like, I just, <laughs> like people say six out of ten, and everybody's like, "Oh, you hated it," and I'm like, "That's, well, that's it's, good." It's, it's like sixty percent, right? It's sixty percent, but it's, on a, um, uh, yeah, American but, education system. Yeah, but it's not what that is. <laughs> We're not talking about that. So, I mean, it's not a big deal. Yeah. But, All right, we should get moving on. All right, what's uh, next? Discussing. Uh, let's movie news. Movie news. So uh, play a little jingle. Da, 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 da. Movie news. M <laughs> three. We'll add it in post. Thank you. <laughs> and it'll go right here. It is time for movie news. And we're back. <laughs> uh, so J.K. Rowling apologized for killing Dobby. Yeah, she does this every year. She yeah. apologizes for killing a character. I, I didn't know that until this year when I woke up and saw it trending on Twitter. Um, the first year, I believe she apologized for killing... Oh, God, that's the one I'm going to forget. The second year was Lupin. Mm. The third year was Snape. This is the fourth year she's yeah. done it. This is Dobby. I I actually... It might be the fifth year. I might have missed one. I might mm-hmm. have missed last year. I don't remember. She said, it's that anniversary... <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's that anniversary again. This year, I apologize for killing someone who didn't die during the hashtag Battle of Hogwarts, but who laid down his life to save the people who would win it. I refer, of course, to Dobby the House Elf. I'm not sure if she told Oh, it was Fred. Else. Sorry, the first one was Fred. Fred. Oh, yeah. She apologized for Fred, then Lupin, <laughs> then Snape, and now Dobby. I like that. I like that it killed characters. It's ballsy. It's I mean, like, it is. Um, it's not something that whole franchise is. is means a lot to me, yeah. personally. Yeah. Um, and it's just for me, like the hardest one was Lupin to yeah. lose, so that was nice. And then Snape, like there was like there's no debate around like anybody's sad about Dobby dying. Like everybody's oh, yeah, sad everybody that Dobby died. Dobby died. But last Dobby. year, how J.K. Okay, J.K. Rowling, one of the most amazing authors of all time. I love because her because she took a character like Dobby, who could have been the Jar Jar Binks of Harry Potter. That's true. He a, almost he was in the yeah, second one. No, he absolutely. Fair. In the second one, he's obnoxious, and everyone was like, "I don't, I don't like this guy." <laughs> and and but she, 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 tran- she transformed him into a character. Um, in the books, I want to clarify. He's great. He's great in the. Movie. He's great in the seventh movie, but yeah. like in the books, he's like a, he's common throughout. Yeah. Like the fourth book, especially with Hermione and Spew. Uh, the Saving House Elves organizations or whatever. He works in the kitchens at Hogwarts. Right, um, yeah. It's been a long time since I've read those books. But I she, love those like, books. She, those, are, those mean a lot to me. She takes this character and turns him into a character that people miss when he's gone. Yeah. It's... She's amazing, man. I love her. <laughs> like, the controversy about it came about when she apologized for killing Snape. 
I'm actually very curious to hear All your thoughts right. on this. Well, okay. Because I'm on the argument where Snape is the bravest, is, is what Harry says at the end, Snape is the bravest man he yeah. ever knew. Um, and Snape's like a true hero in well, that series. Snape was a tool to Harry for good reason. Y- yeah. Um, I'd be salty too. I, I, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've like read the books. I've seen the movies a lot because my sister is obsessed. That's one of those things that I, I think is actually pretty similar mm-hmm. among. Uh, like I think Snape's and his arc and his storyline is very similar throughout because I, that's like one of the most central parts of the story. I, I don't know about him as like a human. A being. human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do know that he is one of the best written and, like, best developed characters ugh, of all time. You want to hear, like, how amazing J.K. Rowling is? How amazing. So the first uh, question that Snape ever asks Harry is, what would I get if I, what would I get if I um, added in, uh, if I took a powdered root <laughs> of asphodel with an infusion of wormwood? Mm-hmm. Uh, in Victorian flower language, Asphodel is something about uh, Lily. Uh, so basically, in Victorian flower language, that sentence translates to "I bitterly regret Lily's death." Oh wow! Yeah. That, what was that first book? Yeah, that's the first question oh. that Harry ever that Harry's ever asked that, by Snape. I, re- I remember. I remember um, when I first read those books, just being amazed. By Just the, the time detail. that I got to the end. Yeah, the detail. How, like, the... She thinks um, about everything. Yeah, the Tom Riddle's diary in the mm-hmm. second book was a horcrux. Yep. And, like, the entire time you had no clue, and you get there, and you're like... Oh, See, that's oh. something Marvel doesn't do. Yeah. <laughs> Different conversation. <laughs> that's incredible that she planned that much for yeah. seven books. Yeah. And, like, that's why, like, the fifth one is so long and annoying to get through. Because, <laughs> like, she had this thing that she was going to do... And she started writing, and she wrote herself into a plot hole. And she (laughs) figured that out, and she was like, I can't go back. Mm. And she ended up having to write herself out of it. And that's why the fifth book is so long. Um, Or maybe that's the fourth one. I don't remember. Um, It's one (laughs) of the two long ones. It's one of the two long ones. The people don't like Order of the Phoenix. That's the book that's the hardest to get through, for sure. I I enjoyed it, actually. It says something that it's the longest book in the shortest movie. Because like it's the least you get out of it, but it's the longest. Okay, can we talk about the movies too? How they um... the movies are find, phenomenal. Yeah, I, I think every single uh, the exception of the first two, quality wise, mm-hmm. are they're all great. The first I, one's personally my favorite for nostalgia. I love but... the tone change, like the very subtle tone change in movies. Alfonso Cuarón, like I don't even think it's that subtle. Honestly, it's, I, I think it's from second to third is just insane. And then, and then and then you hit then, fourth. Yeah, and then, third, like, fourth, it's, and it continues to, to build. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You um, freaking idiot. But I think that like it does make that change. Like I don't think there's like a big change between one and two, right? Mm-hmm. No, but then in three, you're like, oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like thing, things really go down in the fourth one when Cedric dies. That's like yeah, the that, that's that's the big changes. thing. But the movies did that phenomenally. You know, like the change in cinematography. If you look, you at, know who you know who shoots that movie. It, the third Don't one. Say the third one. Who? It's not Deacons. Okay. <laughs> it's the other one. It's Lebesky. Oh. He shot the third movie. I think. Oh, shoot. Now I have to check. I'm <laughs> pre- wait, it. check for me. Uh, I'm yeah. like 90% sure he did. Because Alfonso Cuaron made that movie. Uh-huh. Who's, uh, he did Gravity. Uh, which one is it? For Prisoner example. Prisoner of Azkaban? Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Um, he, because Alfonso Cuaron made that movie, and he designed the Dementors, which is like perfect. Um, but... Yeah, that was... I, I think Lebesky shot that There movie. could not be another design for the Dementors. No, there couldn't be. It's just insane. It is insane. Like, uh, okay, let's let's see here. Director Alfonso stars... Cinematography. Cinematography. Where do I... Emmanuel Lebesky. Shivo. Come on, Shivo. Come on. Shivo. He worked with Emmanuel Lebesky on 2006's <laughs> Children of Men. I'm just going to put in some uh, little filler yeah. here. Uh, oh, thank you. Children thank of Men, great tale. Uh, pretty much Logan, but not a superhero movie. Uh, also um, better. Has the well, legitimate best very... battle scene I've ever seen in film. Which movie? Children Wait. of Men. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a different that. time. Great movie. <laughs> Full cast and crew. Here we go. Cinematography by Emmanuel Lebesky. Come on. Cinematographer. Uh, Michael Saracen. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's this guy with? Michael I Saracen. I could have sworn... 
Yeah, I've, I've... Who's this man? Oh, he's the Planet uh, of the Apes Planet guy. The he's Apes. the Planet of the Apes guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and Gravity. He didn't... He, camera with oh, yeah. Camera. That, that's, that one's uh, Shivo. That one's Shivo. I know that. But, yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Very good Which movie. Which do you think is the best Harry Potter? Movie or book? Movie. It's a movie podcast. Eight. Eight? Yeah. 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 Book four. But I think that four mm-hmm. is probably like one of my least favorite of the I, movies. That's Goblet of Fire, right? Yes. Yeah, I've seen that movie so many times. I don't know why. I think it's because it's like the ones that they show in school because it's the most child-friendly while still being dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that and Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> the Princess Bride? <laughs> I haven't seen Princess Bride in school. Really? I love that movie, uh-huh. though. Um, it's great. But... Um, yeah, I love those movies. Harry yeah. Potter. Okay. I remember uh, the eighth one. I, you know, I watched it when I was young, and all I really cared about was the action and explosions and death and stuff. Yeah. Um. So like my transition into the actual caring, like me actually caring about movies, I didn't. The uh, battle scene in the eighth one is amazing. It's amazing. But I, was, you, do you, I was, have you like, ever like watched that scene and noticed what happens in it? No. It so. Basically, it's them because Harry's trying to get to the forest to be to confront mm-hmm. Voldemort, mm-hmm. and he's he has to he Ron and Hermione are running through the castle grounds, mm-hmm. uh, which is where the huge battle is happening. They first the first thing they encounter is trolls. Mm-hmm. The second thing they encounter is spiders, followed by dementors. No. It follows the movies. Oh, that's incredible! I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Ah. Wow, I, I love, love, know, I love how casually they kill off characters in that movie. Like there, was I the actually one... that's my one flaw with eight. Really, I, I think like it's too casual. Too... Fred's death, to... Fred's death, and Remus and Lupin, and Lupin and Tonks are like the ones that I get I'm okay pissed at. I'm okay with it. No, because like literally in eight, if you watch eight, you don't know that Fred is dead until you see Ron mourning him over his body. You don't see him die. But how long is that movie? Would like, it, would long. Have, would, it's long. Yeah, would it have been... Yes, it would have been... Ex- yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> just Harry Potter Braveheart? <laughs> That's an... Okay, but Braveheart doesn't need to be as long as it is. <laughs> Harry Potter does. Listen, I like Braveheart. I felt like it was like a Scotland Star Wars. No, you take Braveheart... <laughs> okay, this is a completely different conversation, but this yeah. is something our friend, my friend, uh, our friend Aiden, who will hopefully be on the show one day, mm-hmm. said to me, take Braveheart, delete literally every scene <laughs> that takes place in England... Or not takes place because that's the death scene, yeah. but like every, all of the stuff involving like the king and like his son and all that garbage, take all of that, just take it out of the movie. Great oh, yeah. film, yeah. hour and a half, great film. Okay, yeah, I can say okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Harry Potter kind of needs it. I, I guess it's two parts. Yeah, but whatever. Um, and like Fred's death in the book is such a huge moment. Like, okay. I feel like I'm saying the book a lot because I love those books. I want to clarify. I'm. I don't think that the books mean anything to the film. I don't think a film is necessarily going to be bad if it's nothing like the book. Yeah. Right. Like Percy Jackson, for example, bad movie. Granted. Objectively. Okay. But I don't think that movie's bad because it's nothing like the book. I think it's bad because it's bad. Yeah. And like, if it was good, even with the plot line that it follows, that was nothing like the book. Then fine. I don't care. The book doesn't matter. Mm. That's why when freaking Marvel fans are like, in the comics this happened, so it's okay. I'm like, I don't care. They don't matter. The comics don't matter. Everyone who loves Marvel loves Marvel. That's Star Wars. Also that. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite saying is... Nobody no, no, no! Hate, I don't. Mean, I don't Star Wars no, they don't get Star mad at Marvel. That's how they defend Marvel. Yeah. Like when something stupid happens, and I'm like, that's oh, so dumb. Right. Yeah, yeah. And okay. they'll be like, but it happened in the comics, and I'm like, I don't care. No doubt. It doesn't mean it's any less dumb. <laughs> so uh, okay, uh, talked about Harry Potter. Talked about a quiet place. Also in quiet place news, ish, ish. <laughs> uh, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt uh, have been speculated to be playing. Um, those are Mr. just rumors, Fantastic right, though? And, yeah, that's, no, that's, that's not, like, even, like, a rumor that came out of Hollywood, right? That's just, like, a thing that somebody said on Twitter and everybody was like, yeah! I mean, I guess. I, I think a, so. I have a Screen Rant article, so if that says anything... Then I, I don't know what it says. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they, they, they people think Krasinski and Blunt should play Reed and Sue Richards. I don't think that Mr. Fantastic is that interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that... It also just doesn't really work, I think. They are not... 
not every actor is suited for every role, and yeah. they are not suited for those roles. Like Doctor Reed Richards is yeah, like, Krasinski wouldn't do that. No, he's a, he's Krasinski would. Sort of like Kr- a I can see Krasinski being like he would torch. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe more so. At least I just can't. You know, I cannot see them in superhero movies. I don't know. Maybe it's just because of Quiet Place or like The Office. I just cannot. I can't. I can't see it. I can <laughs> see Krasinski more than Blunt. To uh, me, because, Emily oh, Blunt. She's a woman. You sexist prick. Okay. To me, slap to you. me, Blunt is like this, just like high scale actress. Oh yeah, no, I guess like she's like upper like class, like she's like on another level. It kills me how often she's poorly used. It happens frequently, like even in Looper, which is you, like her character is great. Even in that, she's very underutilized. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, and she's but, still just used for like the romantic subplot. Do you think she's going to be good in Mary Poppins? I think she'll I be good. So. Do you think Mary Poppins is going to be good? I I, I say I no. Know. I don't know. I love Lin Manuel Miranda. I do too. But like, uh, my sister loves Mary Poppins. So I love there Mary is Poppins. Some bias there, yeah. I don't know. I I think that movie looks like, eh. Yeah, I I don't know. I've, I, I've I don't only, like the I've only concept. seen the opening shot from the trailer, which is like weirdly shaky cam and saver like saving treasure. Like, yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. Well, yeah. so there's a long time and a lot more trailers for that movie, so we'll mm-hmm. see. But I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I should be more excited than I am for that. Movie. Yeah. So okay. Did you have any other way? Uh, Happy Death Day too. I never saw Happy Death Day. Did you ever see Happy Death Day? Nope. Look, just like another. Uh, that's a movie, quote movie. It, it, it came out before Truth or Dare mm-hmm. but I'm going to compare it to Truth or Dare anyway yeah so it's still uh, they're both Blumhouse they're both Blumhouse and this is the reason that I thought the whatever we have been interrupted Brian was a fool please find it in your heart of hearts to forgive him sorry about that um what was I talking about <laughs> alright we're going to have to start this now uh, Happy Death Day 2 Blumhouse Happy Death okay so yeah like Truth or Dare so the reason that I thought Truth or Dare had potential mm-hmm. was because of Happy Death Day. Because Happy Death Day looked stupid as absolute it, hell. It looked uh, self-aware. It did. Uh, and it was, from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what the reviews have been like. And then I was like, Truth or Dare could do the same thing. And then I saw Truth or Dare, and I was like, ah! <laughs> I, I haven't seen it, but I have... Like, I have no... Personally, no I thought that movie was absolutely hysterical. But <laughs> Truth or Dare? Yeah, Truth or Dare. I thought it was hilarious. Like, every time they smiled, I just laughed. It was so <laughs> Did funny. Did try to take itself seriously? That's such a hard... I can't tell. Honestly, <laughs> I, could, I, I could not tell. I, I don't think so. I... But maybe. I don't know. Okay, I don't... I'm not a fan of horror movies because I'm... You know, I'm... Squeamish? I'm yeah. <laughs> I... A quiet Place, Get Out, I can get behind, like, the ones that aren't really I don't scary. even think Get Out's a horror movie. No, not at all. Um, quiet Place is, but... But also, most of the time, they're just kind of, you know, they're tacky, they're repetitive, formulaic, all that kind of stuff. But I, like, I appreciate what Jason Bloom's approach on producing movies is. Yeah. Because he'll, like, he'll take sort of, like, a lowbrow indie horror movie and produce it massively yeah that's what he does and i don't know he I produced, just like he that. produced like, whiplash he did yeah it's a blumhouse movie did you I know did that i know that no i didn't know that I for a long time either to, like only scary movies it's mostly scary movies it's whiplash it's, is not scary it's yeah. no whiplash <laughs> no, is not that's like the exception <laughs> but uh yeah that was blumhouse's yeah. best picture i appreciate oh that and get out, get out I, I, I like that a lot like if i, I that's kind of what i want to do at some point in the future too like, it's like a24 just for horror yeah. Like taking these like tiny little indie things and like, uh, putting them on a mass scale. Does, it? Yeah. I like A24. I'm a big <laughs> fan. I'm a big A24 fan. So, okay, uh, let's move on to trailers. Have you seen any good trailers? Uh, I watched Side the back? Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer. What do you think? <laughs> uh, one, I think, just a little note, uh, if you haven't told, couldn't tell before, well, we, we, we hate no, this. We don't like Marvel. Don't like Marvel. Um, <laughs> But it, well, it should, bothers we, me. Should we explain why we hate it? It's not because we. we it's not because they're bad. Like, it's because yeah. they're just so mediocre, mm-hmm. and we don't feel like they're, they try um, to be anything more than what they are. Nerd writer on YouTube, he does a bunch of film essays. He uh, he made a video a while ago, and I watched it today. I can't remember what it was called. Um, I'll look it up. You keep talking. So basically, it's just like it they're is, formulaic 
they're more or less the same, no matter who's behind the camera, mm-hmm. no matter, like, so they're, they're it's just... kind of painfully formulaic. It's just, <laughs> like, to a point where there's 19 of them now. Mm-hmm. I have seen all but... 16. 17? 19. 19? There's 19 of them. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> there's 19 of them now. I have seen all but two of them, mm-hmm. which is The Incredible Hulk and, uh... The uh, Infinity War. Infinity War, yeah. Um, and the, oh, okay. Nerdwriter called it the epidemic of passable movies. Exactly. So check it out. It's, so it's like these movies are—they're not bad. Mm-hmm. Most of them. No, Thor, they, Thor two. Okay, we can talk. They are, <laughs> but they are good. There, but a, they don't bring anything new to the table. Yeah, they don't take risks, and that's something that's necessary for the film medium as a whole to progress. Exactly, and there's. Like, there, there is a spectrum of them. Like, some of them are definitely, like, better mm-hmm. than average. Some of them are average, and some of them are worse than average. Mm-hmm. But there's not one of them that I feel excels beyond an action movie, like a B-action movie, yeah. in any way. Yeah. Okay, so... Without, without the flashy graphics and CG, I feel like... Flashy graphics, they're just the... Boring. Uh, Civil triumphant War. music. Yeah, I watch. Even the music, they get different directors for each movie. There's no, like, there's no continuity. It's drowned out. You don't hear any of it. It doesn't matter. It's only there to. Sound I can think cool. of one Marvel score, off the top the of my head. Avengers one. The da 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 da. That one. <laughs> Whereas, like a franchise like Star Wars or like Harry Potter, which I guess are like the two things that. I think relate best like, to this in like, terms of fan bases. Like anything John Williams. That's true. I, I guess they have John, an advantage for John Williams. Jones, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, but, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Like in Harry in Potter. reference to like fan sizes, right? Yes. Like I think the yeah. three big franchises: Harry Marvel, Marvel, Star Wars, <laughs> Star and Wars. I, I think Harry Potter is falling off because yeah. like Fantastic Beasts isn't They're as big trying. as Harry Potter was. They're but trying. back when Harry Potter was still going, Harry mm. Potter. Um. Little side note. Cursed Child ruined Snape for me. Not ruined. I did bad. not finish reading it because I didn't like it. Snape was poor. Anyway, go on. What were we talking did, about? I forgot Snape was in that. Yeah. Or was he in it? Was he, he was only in the it. second half? Because I, I didn't so. read the second yeah. half. Yeah. I read the first half and I hated how they treat. I hated how they handled Harry. Mm-hmm. I hated how they handled like the plot. Let's uh, let, okay. Let's move on from Harry Potter. <laughs> anything. <laughs> anything with time travel needs to stop. <laughs> <laughs> And they were like, you know what, we're gonna do, you know what? Oh, yeah, okay, music. <laughs> no, but yeah, like, the music in, like, Star Wars, like, the they most... have the advantage of John Williams, yeah. of course, but, like, still. Like, yeah. I can name mul- I can think of and hum multiple There's Star Wars and Harry Potter themes. Because there is a certain continuity that comes with composing music for... A, a franchise. Yeah. Like, the three, the, the three Thor movies have three different composers, three Iron Man movies, three it's different ridiculous. composers, it's... You watch the first Iron Man movie and you get a completely different tone from the third one. Because, the, like, truth be told, music sets the tone as much as anything else in film. Probably more so. Yeah. The music uh, is incredibly powerful and Marvel, like, pushes it under the rug. Yeah. Sweeps it, I guess. <laughs> that's a very specific example, but uh, <laughs> yes, it, that's one of the many things that's that just, we just have That's problems with things. but Ant-Man, and, Ant-Man the and the Wasp I have no inclination to see it I do you just know don't care <laughs> uh, do you know why what their excuse for Paul Rudd not being in Infinity War is he has uh, I guess this is technically a spoiler for Infinity War but he's not in the movie whatever does he die in Ant-Man and the Wasp no <laughs> uh, he's apparently in between the events of Civil War and Infinity War he is for some reason put under house arrest so he's not in oh Infinity God. War. And you know how it's explained in Infinity War, from what I've heard? It's like Falcon, like, telling some, like, somebody's like, where's Ant-Man? And he's like, house arrest! And then they move on. Or something me? stupid like that. <laughs> like, it's America like, was a literal fugitive. <laughs> <laughs> That's... So, um, but he's in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. I watched the trailer. It looked like Ant-Man. That's all I have to say. It's 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 the same. Like Paul Rudd's charismatic. Uh huh. That's it. That's the movie. Character is. That's the movie. I think he's like more so than most of them. I think he like I don't know personally. Just kind of like Paul Rudd, I guess. I just. I... 
don't care. I don't either. Venom. <laughs> oh my god, I would go off on Venom. Holy Venom. Yeah, we don't like Venom either. <laughs> Can I go off on Venom? Can I just like have a second? Uh, the, wait. You do your thing first. Let me, do you go, you go first. I don't have much to say about it other than to I have me. so much to say about other, Venom. To me, it looked boring. Okay. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> I have so much to say about Venom. There, okay, so this is a new trailer. The first trailer was like troubling. Right, mm. it looks like. <laughs> didn't like, show any of them. Again, I'm gonna quote Aiden a little bit. Uh, he said, uh, "He said it looks like a Jimmy Kimmel skit version of what a Marvel trailer would be. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it looks like so cut and dry, stereotypical, but that's what it would be." Um, this second trailer, like, shows Venom more, shows more of his powers, shows more of this. Mm-hmm. There is not one shot in the Venom trailer two, the second Venom trailer, mm-hmm. that assembles. Like, that shows off anything that makes a good movie. Like, anything that makes anywhere near good. There's yeah. nothing. Like, it's actually so dumb. I'm mm-hmm. like, you're, you have Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams signing on to do a superhero movie. These are two people who are, like, never gonna do, like, Tom Hardy maybe, but Michelle Williams? You, you get Michelle Williams can into just, a superhero movie and this is what you make? What are you can doing? I, can I list the people that I, wouldn't expect to be in a superhero movie. Yeah. Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, Jenny Slate, Woody Harrelson, Jenny S- Riz Woody Ahmed. Harrelson's in that movie? Yeah. It, it hurts. <laughs> but like everything that I've seen of it thus far just it looks, looks bad. like a run-of-the-mill action movie. Like, it's not even, like, a cool... Like, the stuff that they show in the trailer isn't even, like, cool. Yeah. Because he's not fighting. Yeah. It's just a blue goop. Like, have you seen Donnie Darko? No. Okay, so in Donnie Darko, <laughs> Donnie Darko is a really, really strange movie, mm-hmm. and there's this effect in Donnie Darko where, like, there's this, like, path that comes out of his chest. It's a weird movie, mm-hmm. but it, like, makes a path for him to follow, and it, like, comes out of his chest. Right. Something about destiny, yeah, some garbage like yeah. that. I don't know. Um, it looks like that, mm-hmm. and that movie came out in 2001, and I'm just like, what is happening? This makes no sense. Like, he fall. like, he's like... Going up the thing, he falls off the motorbike, but then it, like, catches it with his weird goop, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what is that? Is that supposed to be cool? I don't know. I, and the, I'm upset, too, because I love Riz Ahmed, probably because I'm biased. Because Star Wars? Because yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> um, but he, he just looks like they're making him a, you know, a bad guy who doesn't like people and does bad things welcome to marvel friend (laughs) (laughs) that's another thing i don't like about marvel their most groundbreaking and like revolutionary um i don't know how to say it i guess antagonist no no oh like like the new things the most that they've done to push the film industry forward has been a create cinematic universes not create but you know promote it yeah like and two into yeah okay <laughs> um it's what was i saying right the most groundbreaking thing that has done in recent years has been have good villains which is something that movies should have to begin anyway with. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like wow look a character has motives that's insane i know my god I, a, a human character that i can relate to <laughs> Now, What's from, that like? from what I've heard, Thanos is, like, the best part of Infinity War. Yeah. And I've heard Thanos' backstory, and, like, I've heard all of it, yeah. and I'm not convinced. But I'll see the movie. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up the next time, yeah. and uh, I mean, I'll they've talk said about that, that. I know you like Killmonger, but they said that I Killmonger, love Killmonger. They said that I Killmonger, do love Killmonger. They said the Vulture. They said those would be both be very... I like, thought the Vulture was generic as hell. They said they would both be, like they overall said that they would both be um like relatable characters but they both just feel like they're evil to be evil with maybe uh um you know a motive yeah like they have motives i i think killmongers are warranted mm. i think that 
And, like, I think that Killmonger is actually interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, I think that Black Panther is, like, a straight-up bad movie without Killmonger. <laughs> and then yeah. you have Killmonger and... Well, without Killmonger and the have Killmonger... cultural significance. You have Killmonger, cultural significance, which is, like, barely even a thing, because, yes, there have been black superhero <laughs> movies. The only reason this is a big deal is because, like, 97% of all people who make Marvel movies are white men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, like, now it's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> they got a black one, guys. Um, <laughs> but, um... Like, I just, I think that movie is, like, bad, mm-hmm. and then Killmonger shows up, mm-hmm. and, like, Andy Serkis is an entertaining person, yeah. and then they kill him, <laughs> so, like, <sighs> that's about all I got for Black Panther, but yeah. I do like, I do like Killmonger. Yeah. I'll, I'll give Killmonger some credit. I love him. Let's move on to other trailers. Have you seen the Clowns trailer? I have not. It's, have you? Yeah. It has, look good. Um, it has the guy from Big Bang Theory, Angelica Houston. Jim Parsons? No. The other one. Ah. Uh, <laughs> wait, who does he play on the Big Bang Theory? Um, Leonard? The nerd, yeah. The one that dates Kaylee Cuoco somehow? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's Christmas in movies? Vacation too. Yeah. I didn't know he was in anything other than the Big Bang Christmas Theory. Vacation. You've seen Christmas Vacation. Who knew? Yeah. I actually have it. Oh, that's very good. I mean, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I grew up on it, watching it every Christmas. That's fair. So I, that's fair. My um, Christmas movie is Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, it looks. I mean, it looks pretty good. I don't know much about it, but it, I it literally don't know what the plot ones. is. Uh, I think I might be entirely wrong about this, but I think it might be a dystopian future. Um, Sounds good. I like dystopians. Yeah, he, he goes to some outing so that he can sort of find himself. I guess Angelica Houston is the like leader, and everyone has to drink. Like, go on this weird smoothie cleanse thing. Sorry about that. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> um, everyone goes on this weird smoothie cleanse thing. It's interesting. Uh, and, I don't know, he throws up. <laughs> and he takes out his pipe. Dude, this trailer sounds so exciting. Yeah, it, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it, but it looks interesting. You should watch it if you I will. Yeah, I definitely will. It looks cool. I like weird stuff like that. Yeah. That's my kind of thing. I also watched a trailer for Terminal with Margot Robbie. Oh, did I watch that? Maybe. Talk about it. Maybe I've watched it. I have no clue what it's about. And that could have been just because it was first thing in the morning and I was tired and groggy. But I... I mean, the plot, I mean, the trailer didn't reveal too much about the plot, so I don't really know what it's about. It has Simon Pegg, Margot Robbie, um, I should, no, she, I, I, I should know trailer. his name off the top of my head, Austin Powers. Mike Myers? Mike Myers, yeah, thank you. Um, they got Mike Myers for a movie? Yeah. <laughs> right? I didn't know he made movies. I kind of thought he died. <laughs> Last movie I know that had Mike Myers in it was Inglourious Bastards. He was in Inglorious Bastards. He's in one scene of Inglorious Bastards. What was that? What was he's the that? scene when Michael Fassbender is introduced and like he's getting briefed on his mission. It's Mike Myers. I vaguely remember that. Vaguely. Uh, yeah, not entirely. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, two hitmen agree to take on a high-risk mission for a mysterious employer and a large paycheck. Along the way, they encounter a woman who might be more involved in their mission than they had realized. That's the... That's the... Uh, it looks like Von Stein. It looks what like um, someone wanted to make a Harley Quinn solo movie, but they didn't have the rights to Harley Quinn, so they got Margot Robbie instead. <laughs> the character is very similar. I'm gonna be honest. I actually don't think that like okay. Preface: Suicide Squad is terrible. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't think that Harley Quinn's like the problem. No, I think she's actually no, pretty there good. There are a lot of other problems. Like her and Deathstroke are. Not Deathstroke. What's the guy's name? Deadshot are pretty good, but um, has Will Smith been in anything good recently? I feel like he hasn't, but I feel like he almost got nominated for Concussion. I haven't seen that. I haven't either. (laughs) Just look boring. It's kind of impossible not to love him. I think Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brian. He's fine. (laughs) Can't. I feel bad for him just because I hate Jada, but. Jada's just like so annoying. Oh my god! You remember she was like boycotting the Oscars because like there were no black nominees in that one year when there just like weren't black movies. And I was like, Wait, which year was that? 20, <laughs> 2015 Brian, movies. I was making a joke. 
Oh, well, it was a bad one. I'm going to slap you now. Ow! Effects team up in here, geez. But yeah, I'll see anything with Margot Robbie in it. I think she's like really like defining herself as an actress now. Yeah. You know, like with Itanya especially. I know, I know. Kicks ass in that movie. I know it's not the best movie, but it is. I I think it's a great movie. I love Itanya. Yeah. That's. That was. I think it just escaped my top 10 last year. Mm -hmm. Like just barely escaped my top 10 last year. Mm -hmm. So, okay, let's move on. Uh, we'll do one more little segment, and then I think we'll probably be done. How's that sound? Yeah. Yeah? So, okay. Uh, any movies you've watched recently? Back? Any movies I've watched recently? Yes. Oh, God. Let me break out the list. <laughs> I don't know. I forget movies, like, after I see them. <laughs> Unless they're, like, really good. Yeah. Um... You were never really here. That's mm-hmm. kind of recent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know who Lynn Ramsey is, uh, she's a. You, um, is that the one that you in, like invited me to see in the theaters while? No, you were saying that you were going to see it in the theaters. While yeah. Ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, she Lynn Ramsey is a writer director. Mm-hmm. Her last movie came out. In, she's been around for like 40 years not mm-hmm. for not 40 like 20 years 25 years yeah. uh she, her last movie came out in 2011 and that was we need to talk about kevin we mm-hmm. need to talk about kevin have you ever seen we need to talk about kevin no familiar. um we need to talk about kevin i watched it and i was legitimately just sad for a week <laughs> that's not a joke i was legitimately just in a bad mood constantly <laughs> for a week because of how sad that movie is uh, how dark that movie is. Mm-hmm. So she spent the last seven years cooking up something new. Yeah. All right. So I was going in. I was like, okay, this is gonna be a roller coaster. Uh, that's like all downhill. Yeah. Uh, and it was. Mm-hmm. But it is so beautiful. It's so well done. It has a really really simple plot. It's just like a. It's a. I think he's an army veteran. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is now a hitman. Uh, he's a hired gun, basically, or hired hammer, I guess, because he beats evil with a hammer. Uh, <laughs> and he like he does violent things for good causes, mm. right? So um, a senator's daughter is taken, and he out to get her. And it's one of just like the darkest, deepest character studies for a character that doesn't talk. Oh. He does talk. Very, very rarely. Yeah. Um, and it's not like Nicholas Winding Refn, where, like, you watch, like, Drive, and, like, Ryan Gosling doesn't really talk in that movie, but he's, like, still a badass. Yeah. Like, he's, like, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix and you were never really here is a badass, but he's, like, a broken character. Mm-hmm. He's just, like, he's emotionless, basically. And his performance, it will be forgotten, come Oscar time, but I hope it's not. <laughs> it's one well, of those things... It didn't come out, like, a couple of months before the Oscars. Yeah, so it came, out in, it came out in April. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, holy yeah. hell, he's a good actor. Because, yeah. we'll like, check that out, then. you watch movies that he's in, he's, like, never the same in any movie. Mm-hmm. Like, in one, my favorite romance of all time is 2013's Her. Yeah. And he is so sympathetic in that movie. He's kind of sometimes forget. Extremely hilarious. Yeah. He's really funny in that movie. He's still broken, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. It's not like PTSD. It's like I went through a bad breakup, and now I'm feel lonely. Yeah. Right. Like, and he's so lovable in that movie. And this movie, he's not like he's not. You're just not somebody you dislike, but he's somebody you're just like. What's going on with this guy? Mm-hmm. Like he just doesn't. He's amazing in it. Um, the child actress is eh, but whatever. It's yeah, fine. Children. Ah, children, honestly. Who likes Stop them? acting in movies. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, yeah. Just that sounds good. That great sounds movie. Yeah, yeah. How about you? You say any movies? Um, it isn't too recently. I watched it maybe a couple of weeks ago. I haven't been on top of my movie game. Ah, Jesus, uh, Jack. <laughs> maybe it was last week. I think it was last week. Maybe. I don't know. I watched uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I have not seen that movie. It is very good. <laughs> it's not. There's not much in the way of 
like actual filmic like analysis stuff you know like i'm sure there is pretentious oh well, i mean yeah it's like edgar Wright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's more surface I, level I, not exactly i think the it was created more so for the audience to enjoy themselves than it was to like leave the theater with the new lease on life <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's edgar Wright's kind mm. of yeah view on movies um the graphics editing the pace, the rhythm, the actors. I love Michael Sarah in that movie. It. Yeah. I love Michael Sarah, <sighs> and I need to see that movie. I just, like, the humor is my style, the music is amazing, the editing, the fight scenes are some of the best fight scenes I've ever seen. Really good They're action. so stylistic. Right. It's like, when I was watching it, it felt like I was reading a comic book, which is, it's very difficult to accomplish. Like, even Josh Snyder, when he made Watchmen, it was just kind of, like frame for frame, not not even. That. I need to see that movie. Of... I started watching that movie the other day. Yeah, and I like realized I didn't have time to finish it, and I wanted <laughs> to watch it in one setting, so I stopped. Yeah, I mean, like it. Watching that doesn't feel like reading a comic book. Yeah, watching Scott Pilgrim versus the World does, Probably, and yeah. that comes a lot in like transitions, and lighting, and just the style of it all. With it's the colors, well I imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's based off of the, the um, six book comic book series um i found it at some like cheap bookstore in philadelphia bought it for like five dollars and i was surprised by how similar it was to the movie like even beyond just kind of like similar or like taking the dialogue from the books like there were sets that were created entirely to look exactly like the comic book Uh, so it's just amazing so. It's amazing to me that Edgar Wright can do that and like pay something justice like that, but then also take like a song and make Baby Driver. Yeah, you know, God, like he's incredible. The I, guy's amazing. He, he's like, I wish I could do the stuff that he does. Yeah, the way that he handles comedy is like different from anything that's being seen, and any like film essay will tell you that. Yeah, just look up Edgar Wright, and you, you'll get so many film essays. <laughs> Because he's so, I don't want to say easy to break down, but it's, I mean, it's easy to, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to like, see the stuff that he does. So, yeah, that's my, that's my movie that I watched. Dude, nice. Yeah. Dude, nice. Dude, nice. Be dude, nice. <laughs> okay. So, I think that'll be about it for this one. Is that yeah, it? That's about it. Woo! Episode one. Episode, thank you for joining us. I am Jack. I'm Brian. This has been the M3 Movies Podcast. Thank you for listening. Heck yeah!